0: Welcome to Be Love, Be Well, Be Whole, a monthly podcast with Nicole Raines, licensed marriage and family therapist, and clinical psychologist Dr. Dina Scott, where we discuss mental health, relationships in all stages and phases, and wellness. The information in this podcast is meant for informational and entertainment purposes and does not take the place of having a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Let's join the journey. Hi, everybody. Welcome. It's Nicole and Dina back after a little bit of an absence of it being the dual of us. So wanting to welcome all of you back.
1: How are you doing, Dina? I am excited to be here. I feel like there's always so much going on in the world (laughs) around us, but very, very feeling very good in my heart to be here with you.
0: Okay. All right. So for those of you who are just tuning in, I am Nicole Rains, a licensed marriage and family therapist in the state of Virginia, as well as in the state of California. Also happen to be a licensed and non-practicing attorney, which oddly enough seems to come up in my my work now. And just really glad to be here co-hosting with you, Dina.
1: Awesome. And I am, an, am Dina Scott. I am a licensed clinical psychologist in the state of California and I live in Oakland, California. And yeah, so, so eager for us to get this conversation going. So with that,
0: Dina, um, wanting to ask you, what is your theme song for for the day, the week, where whatever moment of time you choose?
1: Yeah. So I have been really feeling an a Stevie wonder kind of like energy and vibe I think for a lot of reasons there's just kind of joy there's ease there's comfort that I feel in Stevie's song and for today um, I am feeling for once in my life Um, that is yeah that's resonating with me
0: I love that song Um, I really do (laughs) (laughs)
1: what about you Nicole
0: so the song that has been the theme song for the summer um, and is actually the moment that I'm feeling now is About Damn Time by Lizzo. Yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's my summer anthem and just being able to shake off, dance off, shimmy off, whatever you need to, the stress, because it's going to just keep accumulating. So we got to try to keep up with it. And that's, that's where, I, where I am in this moment. Um, And then for all of you listeners, giving you the opportunity of being able to just check in, use something different to check in with your mood instead of trying to figure out, oh, am I happy? Am I sad? Am I angry? Think about where you're at in terms of a theme song. Um, Music has so much power to it. And you can find our list of ever-growing theme songs Mm -hmm. on Be Love, Be Well, Be Whole Mood on Spotify. Yes, love it. So today is just Dina and myself, instead of us having a guest and just wanting to check in and talking about um, something that I've, I've, you know, been putting some thought to and just looking at um, where folks are at right now, both in my clinical world and personal world and having that conversation even off air with you, Dina, of where just looking at meaning and purpose, right? And how do we infuse that? And meaning and purpose when we talk about the mind, body, and spirit, the spirit portion is actually composed of how do you bring meaning and purpose to your life? So for some that could be religion through others, it might be more secular means, which is just really looking at, you know, where do you find those things? Um, And it can sometimes be stressful. So wanting to really have a conversation about it today. So when I say that Dina, what, what, what comes up for you?
1: Yeah, well, I was I was really glad that you um, wanted to talk about this topic, Nicole, because I feel like there are so many layers um, that come up for us as human beings when it, it comes to the just the thought and theories around our purpose and what does that mean? What should it mean? What shouldn't it mean? And then the also just pressures that can come up and. I I think a lot about the work that I do with youth um, in particular and how, again, that like complex layer that is there to where in some ways, you know, there's this sense of, oh my gosh, you know, should I have purpose? Do I have purpose? What is my purpose? And then also this sense of like, oh my gosh, should I already have this defined? And if it's not defined, what does that mean? or even those that just feel like they have absolutely no purpose, when that might not be the reality either, and how it can get so convoluted, right, in so many different ways that don't serve us. And so when I think about it, you know, I I think about, again, what we've talked a lot about is the importance of being able to give ourselves permission for things to not be or exist in one way. And so when it comes to just even the concept of meaning and purpose, For us to really give ourselves permission for that to be defined by like us, (laughs) like by us for us, right? Which we've we've also talked a lot about too in the past, because if it's defined by others, that, again, oftentimes becomes a challenge when it comes to serving us and who we are and ultimately getting to what it is that actually brings purpose in our lives. Um, I also think about you and I talking um, earlier today too. And just the fact that like meaning and purpose could shift and be something that looks different even at different points in our lives. And so it doesn't have to be like this one perfect, you know, specific thing that is driving us um, because there might be different layers. And it's important for us again, to even allow ourselves like to be challenged around like what it could be, what it could look like in a way that again, isn't about necessarily pressure but about, you know, also like what, what brings you that potential joy? What brings you that peace? What brings you that ease that we've also named um, in the past?
0: I love it, Dina. There's so many things to build upon um, in the conversation. And I think the first part that I wanted to really build upon is where you talked about, you know, the permission to not exist in one way that, it's not like okay this is exactly what my purpose is and it's going to be like this for the rest of life this is exactly what the meaning is for me and it's going to be this way for the rest of my life and being open to change because how this topic along with just seeing it coming up in in my work was um, doing a little bit of research and and seeing that there is new research around um, especially after as we're well, not after but as we're moving continually through uh covid but where people looked at okay being able to bring meaning in like everyday moments so meaning to being pulled from like a sunrise or a sunset or just you know walking outside or being able to have many different layers that add meaning to your your life so that it isn't just this this one thing and then noting from like a clinical perspective that people are being kind of spun into like an existential type of anxiety of where the meaning has been sucked out and that is causing a lot of um, chaos for them in their own spaces and being able to kind of calm that. And with that being said, also touching upon another thing you said where others right so if someone tells you what your purpose is or if someone tells you you know what the meaning is for you in terms of how you're living your life or what you're doing recognizing that if this is another human being sharing that is what they view your purpose as that is their interpretation of meaning for you and that's up to you whether or not you accept or reject that Um, and just even thinking about that when you talk about youth of what we pour into them and even sometimes the struggle. Like I don't, I remember being a teenager and I was not thinking about meaning and purpose as a teenager, right? I had like angst or any, or, you know, teen angst or like moments that were very much felt like they were gonna go on for an eternity, but that were really specific and situationally based and not this sense of, oh my God, I don't have my life figured out at
1: 15, 16 years old. Right. Right. Well, and you think, you know, I, I was in conversation with someone recently, Nicole, about just, you know, mental health, right. And when Mm -hmm. you think about mental health and a lot of the conversation right now about, you know, you know, youth and where in some ways, like even the, you know, Surgeon General, the CDC, various articles, American Psychological Association and on and on have talked about this, crises that in some ways, um, folks are identifying, um, because of where we're at with youth mental health. And that is no way, you know, about the youth doing something wrong or doing something bad, but I think it's layered in, in terms of the pressures also have like grown and grown right. and grown in terms of what we look at now, you know, cause you mentioned like when you were a teenager, right? Um, and I think about that so many times, like when I was a teenager versus what it looks like mm-hmm. for a teenager now is like worlds apart, right? And so oh. in some, some some ways, I think folks are like, oh my gosh, they have it easier. They have all this access. But and I also think like access also can build pressure. <laughs> like access also can build additional angst and also additional overwhelm because you are now able to see, feel, in some ways, experience things that we weren't able to, and also to compare yourselves in ways that we weren't able to do on this type of level. And also what it means to even get to college or get mm-hmm. to what folks think should be that next step, you know, cause it might not be college. It might be something else can also become so skewed because of all of this, again, external pressure that then can become internal pressure that is developed. So it, you know, it's, it's a lot. And we, I feel like we've got to check it way better.
0: Yes, I I agree because we were just now speaking about youth and it made me think like, okay, yeah. And that's also why a lot of things might be feeling um, less, sure or certain even for adults where they are like oh my goodness what is my purpose like I thought it was one thing and I even went to school for that thing and now I don't know I don't know what I want to do and you know where am I finding meaning and I've, it is kind of that comparison, right? Of where it's just like, oh, and I hear this a lot. Well, I'm X number of years old, so I should have this figured out. And I, my question is always from a curious space of, oh, well, what makes you think that? You know, where's, right. where's that coming from? And right. what I share is, unless there is a you that has already lived your life and is like looking at you from a very, very far future point, that is the only person that can say you should be doing things this way. And it's okay to not have that purpose, even if you are in, and I think sometimes people think, oh, okay, well, once you're like, you know, 30, or once you're like 40, or once you're like 50, this is going back to that permission to not exist in one way, and it might change. Uh, it it can change. I'm I'm living proof that it can change. And, you know, going from undergrad psychology major to, oh, okay, I'm going to go to law school and then finishing law school, getting barred and practicing saying, I'm going to go back to my passion, which is psychology. And then now wedding those two in a really interesting and unique way of doing well-being for you know, different organizations that include law firms. So yeah. it's, we don't know, we don't know. Um, and that's why this article really struck, struck me as, okay, how do we pull meaning out in these little moments to build upon those? And being able to give ourselves the space and grace to breathe, when we do feel like we're lacking purpose and not rush ourselves to have to latch onto one and being comfortable in that space of discomfort, honestly.
1: Yeah, no, I love that, and I love that you even, you know, named your personal journey. Um, okay. Nicole, I think that 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 is important because I think in some ways, you know, we start to beat ourselves up if things don't look as we thought that they should look, or that somebody else, you know, again, maybe defined for us, or we feel like they it should look this way, and we have to allow ourselves that opportunity to be enhanced in ways that might take us in multiple directions and that multiple directions can also be part of like your depth and part of like the like beauty in your story versus a failure too because I think that there are some people I think for your example it's people are probably like oh yes that's amazing because it's like double success you know but then I think <laughs> for other folks too like let's say you know they go down a path and they don't finish like that one degree because they're like oh shoot like I'm trying to go in a different direction they might start thinking like oh my gosh like did I fail or like that one job that maybe didn't you know end up being a successful one and like oh my gosh did I do that or they are a creative and they you know the first album or the first like you know art show or whatever it is didn't go off the way and then they're like oh my gosh like is this again does this mean something bad and and again, everything is like an opportunity, I feel like, for us to be able to like be in this like elevated state of learning ourselves, right? And in learning ourselves, it doesn't mean that everything has to always go in this way that is linear or that is all defined out for us, but it is that ability to be flexible in in our journey. I think that is the gift in itself too, because when we are too rigid that's also to me where some of the anxiety and the angst can grow.
0: It is, it is. And even the depressive symptoms because I can tell my story very differently, right? Because it's a matter of perspective. And um, when people are like looking like, oh, okay, well, do you have any tips? Like, what, what, what can we do? Um, but it is looking at how you can shift your lens and turn the perspective because when you said, oh yeah, people can look at that story, Nicole, and be very empowered by it. And oh, she followed her passion, she pursued it. I feel like what I'm doing now is more of a calling, but I don't hate the law. It was a great career, right? So I didn't burn that down but I could tell that story very differently through the eyes of maybe even you know someone else or a different lens and you know I can use one of my grandmothers where it's just like okay well what are you doing like you're leaving a prestigious right career to now go back to school and you don't know what your job situation is going to look like and you've already put all this hard work into you know, law school and being barred and all these different things. And now you're just walking away from it. Listen, how different this perspective is. You're walking away from all this effort that you put in, all this time that you put in, all this money that you put in, and you're going to take a significant pay cut, not only going back to school, but then being an intern for a bit, right? So what are you doing? And through that lens, it looks very purposeless it looks like I didn't have any meaning or even any direction, right? That I was just floundering and trying to figure out anything. When I knew I was very specific and direction-based and knew what I was going to do and knew that I wanted to treat my internship like residency for doctors or like when doctors are interns and getting all the different types of experiences on different campuses, being able to Say, yeah, I know I want to work with adults. I know I want to work with couples, but let me give myself this experience. But through the lens of saying, even, you know, my grandmother, uh, one of them died, this looked very aimless almost. And if I had listened to that,
1: right, would know I be
0: now? Yeah, right,
1: right. Well, no, that's so true because, you know, you also think about the impact of the energy around mm-hmm. us, right? And so folks are putting out that energy of like, Nicole why or it sh- should have been this or are you sure about this or this to- and that you know that energy starts to like build then that also again doesn't serve you like it doesn't serve us it doesn't serve purpose you know and I think that's also super important when thinking about our journey is how do we protect our energy how do we make sure that what is being spoken out loud is, if it is able to penetrate us, it's done in a way that is going to be healing or that is going to be able to again elevate versus to depreciate like our, our wholeness.
0: I love that, Dina. I mean, being able to depreciate our wholeness, I think that that's a great place to kind of even um, end. I love it where it's just like, okay, yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a, that's a great one of being able to just. And again, inviting people to be mindful of when it feels like somebody is depreciating from your wholeness based upon how they're defining meaning and purpose for you and not, because sometimes it was like, oh my goodness, I let somebody depreciate my you know, meaning and purpose. Now, what do I do about that? There's something wrong with me. No, 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 you're human. We are interconnected. Right. The, these things, it's not if they penetrate, is when mm. they right. do. Then for you to take a breath, and figure out how you're going to manage it. What do you want to do with it? And if you're like, I don't have the capacity to do anything about this right now, that's okay too. So yeah, yeah I think that just wanting to end on that note, right. And coming back to what you said is we, we are not meant to exist in just one way.
1: Right. Right. No, so, so true. And I appreciate that in terms of the call and about our humanness, right. Because yeah, that also can become pressure when we feel like we're beating ourselves up because we are imperfect beings. You know, we need to be able to allow ourselves that opportunity to be imperfect in our perfection in some ways, right? <laughs> like there's a way that it can be like that, both and, um, and be okay, you know, with that. Because if, again, if it's not that, that doesn't often serve us you know because it's it's a lot it's a lot yeah. out here and in, in these in these streets you know it's it could be a lot <laughs>
0: uh, as our as our good friend uh dr chanel watson who will be back with us um yes. in august for uh for the
1: podcast it's real out here <laughs> yes I know Dr. Watson always, I think about her so much <laughs> when, yeah, when she's like, oh, it's real out here. It's real out here in, in general. It's real out here in the streets. It's real out here in our brains, our minds, our hearts. And we got, we have to protect ourselves in any way we can. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and I think one of the ways that we can protect and nourish ourselves is looking at those moments where we can pull out awe and and wonder. So Dina, what have been, and you don't have to share just one, it can be a few, uh, any moments of awe and wonder for you?
1: Yeah, so I have had this beautiful experience with making a connection with a new friend that has just allowed me the ability to engage in some of the most freeing conversations of my life. And yeah. so that has definitely been joy, wonder, comfort, just all of the things and yeah, yeah, I just feel like myself, like my heart's smiling right now <laughs> with thinking about it. So yeah, that that is a lot of where mine is is just feeling um, in this moment. Um, but what about you, Nicole?
0: Uh, so the one that comes to mind for me is actually another connection one based. And this is actually a connection with a three-year-old. Um, oh, and wow. so, <laughs> so getting to spend some time with my um, three-year-old niece and yeah. how there you know we were out at a barbecue and adults were talking and they were talking you know about different things and then somebody started talking about like current events and I was like "Ooh, I think I'm oversaturated and then I heard the beat right there's music so I'm like oh I'm gonna start like you know kind of vibe into the music and watching the three-year-old starting to mimic me because she happened <sighs> to be sitting on my lap and so we just had this moment And I was just in total awe of her because she's like, Yeah, this is what we're doing. I'm responding to the energy that's around me. And we're both just vibing and completely in our own little world. And that just was wonder and joy all wrapped up in one and gratitude that she's like, Yeah, I'm going to, you know, just hang out here and we're going to be in this moment together. And that was pretty cool.
1: So, yeah. Oh my gosh. I love, love, (laughs) love. And I love the, the power of young energy sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Because again, I, I think about just even what we do for a living, although it's our heart's work, right? There is this element at times that can feel like there's this, you know, constant, you know, ability to be in or around heaviness, right? Mm-hmm. And again, the world always seems to be building <laughs> different levels of, you know, highs, lows in between, but also there's been a lot of heavies lately. And so having like that energy, I'm just picturing of like the three-year-old on lap, the music, which I know for both of us speaks to our spirits and just being able to zone in there. Yes. (laughs) Like I am all for it. I love it. Well, I have loved this today with you as always. And we just want to remind folks that being whole is for everyone. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to listen and subscribe.
0: Thanks, everyone. And until next time, be love, be well, be whole.
1: Thank you.